Welcome to the Pastor's Study. I'm Pastor Rocky Fritz coming to you from the First Baptist Church in Amboy, Illinois. I encourage you to follow along in your Bible with pen and notebook in hand as we study the scripture verse by verse and word by word. We are currently traveling the Romans road. Gather your things together and turn in your New Testament to Paul's epistle to the Romans. The first three chapters of the book of Romans lay the foundation and give the first step in the gospel message. And that is the recognition of God's condemnation of all men as sinners. These three chapters are summarized in one verse in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Once that foundation has been laid and we've established that understanding, we can move on to the next step of the gospel. And that is the imputation of God's righteousness in chapters 4 and 5. Now the word imputation means to deposit into our account. It's a work of faith in the person of Jesus Christ. In chapter 4, the focus is on the testimony and the example of Abraham. Abraham was first introduced to us back in Genesis chapter number 12. Abraham became the father of many nations. Most important, he became the patriarch of the Jewish nation. He's referred to throughout the Bible as Father Abraham. Hebrews 11 says that by faith Abraham was a pilgrim in search of a city not made by man. Chapter 4 and verse 1 of Romans reads, What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh hath found? What did Abraham find or demonstrate for us? The phrase as pertaining to the flesh is in reference to his earthly life. What do we learn from his life and testimony? Verse 2 reads, For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. If he were saved by his works, he would have reason to glory or to boast in himself. Ephesians 2 and verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. That applies to Abraham as well as it applies to us. However, Abraham was a man that was greatly blessed of God. He was given the promise of a land. He was given a promise of an inheritance of a great nation. He was given the promise that of his lineage would one day come the Messiah. The New Testament book of James refers to Abraham as the friend of God. Abraham was blessed in the fact that to his people, to the Jews, were given the oracles, the word of God, the gospel message. Though Abraham himself was not a perfect man, he was a great man. He's remembered as a man of faith, and yet when we read his story, we see his faith was often weak. When he first came to Egypt, he lied about his wife being his sister in order to try to protect her from other men. He doubted the promise of God that out of Sarah, his wife, a son would be born. He later even tried to convince God to give Ishmael the 
promise of his inheritance. You see, Abraham was a sinner in need of salvation, just like you and I. If he were saved by his works, he could glory in himself. But instead, his glory was in God. Verse 3 reads, What saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. The quotation in this verse comes from Genesis chapter number 15 and verse number 6, where it reads, And he, Abraham, believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Abraham believed or put his faith in God, and God counted it unto him for righteousness. Abraham trusted in God's plan of redemption for his own personal justification. Verse number 4 reads, Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. If Abraham worked for his own salvation, if he was justified by his works, his salvation would no longer be based upon grace or God's unmerited, undeserved favor, but rather it would be based out of debt or payment. He would have earned his justification. Verse number 5 reads, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Justification is not for those who work or earn it, but is for those that believe or have faith in him. Look at the verse again. To him that believeth or put their faith on him, on God, on Christ, on Christ that justifieth or removes all sin from us. He justifieth the ungodly, those that are without God, those that have no hope he came to justify. Notice the word counted. That is the same word that's translated in other places as the word imputeth. It means to account for, to deposit to, to add to our account. In verse number 3, we see the word used again where Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now, it's the same Greek word, but a different English word in verse number 4 where we read, To him that worketh is the reward not reckoned or counted of grace, but of debt. The same Greek word is translated in verse number 6 as imputeth, where we again see God puts his righteousness in our accounts, not on the merit of our works, but on the merit of our faith. Abraham's faith caused God to deposit righteousness into his account. Now I feel it worth mentioning here that there is no contradiction in what Paul says about Abraham in Romans compared to what James says about Abraham. Oftentimes these verse become a source of confusion or contention to those who uh, want to twist and uh, have an ulterior motive in understanding scripture. James chapter number 2 and verse 17 we read, Even so faith, if it, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. 
Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. And then verse number 21 of James 2, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect or complete? What James is showing us in these verses is simply that our works are the outward manifestation of our faith that others can see. Our salvation is based on faith alone. However, only God can see our heart and only God knows that faith that we have. We demonstrate that faith in God by our outward actions or by our works. Verse 23 says the scripture was fulfilled which saith Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God again quoting from Genesis chapter number 15 so James is not contradicting the teachings of the apostle Paul here in Romans chapter number 4 he simply is reasserting the fact that Abraham was saved by faith However, his works were a demonstration for others to see the faith that he had in his God. Notice in verse number 6 and 7 in Romans 4, our focus is now turned to another Old Testament character, namely the man David. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. David found the same thing as Abraham. David was a man after God's own heart. However, David failed miserably in many ways. He was guilty of sins that many today would never think of committing. Now, the verse that we're quoting comes from Psalm chapter number 32 where David writes, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity and in whose spirit there is no guile. David found the same blessedness as Abraham did that the grace of God is what saves us and not our works. God's righteousness is imputed to those that believe and trust in Him, not to those that seek to earn their salvation. Verse number 8 concludes this section. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. We can find the same thing as Abraham and David did. Through faith we're covered and clothed in Christ's righteousness not in the filthy rags of our own righteousness. God's righteousness is imputed or added to our account through faith in Him. I close today by asking you life's most important question. Have you personally received the gospel, the good news as presented to us in the book of Romans? This book describes in detail God's one and only way of salvation and sanctification. When God works in our lives, He begins a work of transformation. This transformation begins at the moment of salvation and will not be complete until we are living forever in His presence. 
There's no hope of eternal life in heaven without knowing Jesus Christ. So likewise, there's no life that compares to living daily in the presence of Jesus today. If you have any questions, concerns, or needs, please contact us at fbcamboy.org. I look forward to the next leg of our journey as we travel the Romans Road.